Goodman, the Hot Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast. Do me a favor, before we jump into today's episode, head over to www.thehotnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media. You can just go find my ugly mug, search Sam Goodman. There it is. Click follow. I pump out a bunch of stuff over on LinkedIn, so if you're interested in like those like little snippet stuff, I put videos there, put videos on YouTube. I don't do a lot of... Uh, I guess twittering but i guess i'm there too over on uh, instagram and uh, i guess what i'm saying is i'm kind of everywhere trying to do a little bit of everything with social media stuff trying to spread around as much information about human and organizational performance as we can and if you need a little bit of help with operationalizing human and organizational performance in your work world again head over to thehopnerd.com you can check out all the kind of stuff that i help with you can send me an email thehopnerd at gmail.com make sure that you pick up the latest book 10 ideas to make safety suck less it's just been killing it out there i mean i it's amazing to hear the, the 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 great feedback from the book and getting to see pictures of folks out there putting it to good use, sharing stories about how they're taking these kind of real world approaches to human and organizational performance and making shit happen in their work world. So that's it's just amazing to me. It's just great to see that it's useful. It means the absolute world to me. So if you have picked up a copy and you liked it, you loved it, you hated it, whatever, somewhere in between, leave me a review on Amazon. It helps me an absolute ton. We have all the merch over at the website as well. And again, if you need help, that's kind of like what I do. So I've been on planes, on trains, on automobiles, bouncing all across at least the United States, it seems like here lately, helping folks bring human and organizational performance to life, leading learning teams, doing fundamentals stuff. I mean, it's just an absolute blast. So if you do need a little bit of help, I would love to help you with that. And I almost always forget, but we have Safety Worlds Collide coming up here in Phoenix, Arizona, in my backyard, in the sunny, in the beautiful, in May. It is still absolutely gorgeous here in May. So come hang out with me, Dr. J. Allen, Brett Sutton. We're putting together this conference that's kind of not a conference. It's like conference, not a conference, something. I, I don't know. It's it's going to be us hanging out together, going through some really interesting subjects, doing learning teams together after those subjects, opening it up to like a real conversation, a whole lot of talking with you and not very much, if any, talking at you. So think opposite of most safety conferences. And I think it's going to be really, really valuable. So you can check tickets out for that again at the Hopner. Just click events. And there, there you go. You can find it. I, I know over at safety FM as well. I'm sure you can find some info through Brent's site. Easy, 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 lemon peasy, super duper easy, squeezy to get your hands on some tickets. Two days of just nonstop awesomeness here in the sunny and the beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Again, my backyard. How cool. I mean, we're going to be hanging out doing stuff after hours. It's going to be a blast. And speaking of that, I've got some really cool Safety World Collides t-shirts that are kind of copycats of the Ramones logo. And if you want to win those, because I'm just giving them away, I'm not selling them. If you want to win some of those t-shirts, if you want to win for yourself, win win some for your friends, your families, your, your enemies, if you really don't like what we've got going on here, you got to head over to my LinkedIn, Sam Goodman, look for this ugly mug. You'll see some posts, right? Look for the posts that talk about giving those shirts away. There's some instructions, follow those. It enters you to win those t-shirts. We'll be announcing those building up all the way up to the event. I'm going to give away, I don't know, 
however many I feel like giving away, I guess. And then you can wear it to the event and it'll be super duper cool. So let's jump into today's episode with all that little bit of, you know, I got to give you a little bit of an update before we uh, start chatting into the super, super duper serious stuff here. But today I wanted to dive into a subject that it's that hornet's nest that I like to poke with a stick. It's that bear that I like to poke with a dull stick (laughs) and get it to chase me around a little bit. And I post a lot about it on the internet, talking about LinkedIn posts and stuff. But it's this idea of measuring safety performance. And let's start with how most of us have viewed safety. And let's just say how most organizations view safety is they view safety as the absence of events. So what we do is we measure the lack of something. We say, well, you know, we've got, we've had zero, zero is the magic word, right? But well, look, we have trended downwards for numerous years and now we only have onesie, twosie, scraps, scraps, (laughs) scratches, bumps, maybe some scraps. Uh, And that's it. We have, we have nothing else, but we need to continue to beat those out of our workforce. We've got to get to absolute zero or we suck at safety. And let's be real. How do we get to those numbers? I work with tons of organizations that measure safety in tons and tons and tons of different ways. And the real the, the, the real fact here is that most of them still measure what most um, hippity-dippity safety practitioners would call lagging indicators, when you should be focusing on leading indicators, obviously, um, which that's a whole nother inside joke. So don't, don't take that comment <laughs> super duper serious. We'll, we'll probably get around to that in this conversation. But they measure the lack of those events and they just pick some random arbitrary number out of the sky. So if I had 14 this year, I'm just going to say, well, let's shave off two of those and shoot for that next year. And we're not really going to change anything. We're just going to measure harder. We're going to pay more attention to that measure. We're going to focus on the output and stare at it really, 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 really hard. And, you know, brain power, neener, 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 neener. We're going to make that go down to 12. And guess what? It does a lot of times. And then we're going to get even more serious, right? We're going to say, oh, let's get really extreme. Let's get that down to 10 and we preach and preach and preach right we preach we got to get this down to 10 it's our super duper hyper vigilant focus is to get this down to 10 and it goes down to 10 oh my goodness it goes down to 10 why um because we're basically telling people to not report things we're taking something vitally important safety and we're just slapping a number on it and saying well you know it's got to be 10 or else and okay, let's, okay, the proponents of this kind of lagging measuring stuff are going to say, well, it's all in the application. That's not really what we mean when we say you got to get to 10. It's not you got to or else. It's that we really want you to, or we're going to make you feel really bad about not getting to it. And well, it is or else, right? When you reward or punish, they're two sides of the same coin, right? It's this, this, this external motivation that we think we have to apply to make trained chimps perform. And that's what you're treating your employees like. You got the peg, you got the the hoop on the peg, (laughs) you get peanuts. Well, you missed the hoop on the peg. Oh, we're going to zap you with this cattle prog. That's really what you're doing to your employees. I think it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. You're taking something infinitely complex and trying to boil it down into ones and zeros and twos and 14s. And then we're just going to pick a random number out of the sky and shoot for it and say, well, that's how we make things better. We just continually try to diminish outcomes and pretend that we're going to measure our way to excellence. And never, never. What you do is you measure your way towards a zero that you probably eventually get to, but it's not real. You get to this point to where you're just not hearing anything. Because even if it's very, very, very minor 
um, let's just call it uh, reward and punishment. Reward being pizza, punishment being organizational shame. I don't know. Tr- trying to think of something pretty minor here where it's like, you know, just uh, I got you pizza because you made it to four. I didn't buy you pizza because you you were one over. You made it to five instead of four. And I, I accept that, but I'm really disappointed. Um, you're going to start to alter what you tell people. You automatically kind of go down this path of going, well, I really like, I really like Bob. Bob's my boss and I don't want Bob to be disappointed in me. And it's just a little scratch. Like he's really dead set on getting us to four and this is going to make it five. And I'm not going to report this little scratch. Like, yeah, it was kind of close, but it's just ended up being a scratch. Why in the hell am I going to do this to Bob? I care about Bob. I don't want to see Bob get all stressed out because we, we hit five instead of four. And then all my coworkers are going to look at me because everybody wanted freaking, you know, they wanted that gross Hawaiian pizza with ham and pineapples. And I kind of like that. I mean, just side note, it's still pretty good. You can hate on me all you want. I like Hawaiian pizza. Um, but I don't want to de- deprive everyone of that. But even in our work worlds, like when is it ever that minor? It's never that minor. It's always like, well, you know, if we get to five, um, everybody else is like, we're all going to miss out on thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, like, I want a decent Christmas this year. I'm not going to report this. It's a, just a scratch. Like, I'm going to go home and put some triple antibiotic on it and a Band-Aid and call call it good, right? I mean, I'm not, why would I, why would I risk thousands of dollars? And yeah, the pizza's fine. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to miss out on that payday. And that only seems to magnify the higher you go in the organization, right? Those those thousands of dollar bonuses turn into tens of thousands of dollars worth of bonuses and sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bonuses. And then if you're looking at that kind of on the other side of maybe into the contractor world, that could be work versus no work, right? That's the world that I grew up in was that you had to manage occurrences simply because if you exceeded one of those magic numbers, you were no longer uh, contractable. Is that the right word? <laughs> you were no longer going to get contracted because your competitor had four and you had five, right? So again, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling here a little bit, but the whole point here is just trying to get some of this thought out there that it's meaningless. It's absolutely meaningless. We're measuring a bunch of shit after the fact that we can't do anything about now. Now, so the argument is, well, then you got to measure, you got to measure leading indicators and then use your lagging indicators as the scoreboard. Well, but what about all the shit that just bypasses everything? What about those wacky events that just, well, we had no systems in place. It just literally took the loop around and landed on boom event. Your leading indicators aren't going to tell you much about that. <laughs> if anything at all. Now here's, here's where I start to go into the, um, let me adjust the mark here into a little bit of the agree category. So, and where I was going with this at the beginning is I've been stirring up a lot of stuff again around zero. There still seems to be a lot of clinging to this idea that safety equals zero. Zero equals amazing at safety. Anything more than zero equals you suck at safety and you should care more about not getting hurt at work. Um, we know that's bullshit, right? If you're hanging out with me, we all probably agree that that's, that's bullshit. Um, here's the part where I think things are starting to get really interesting with that little bit of like, we measure, 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 and we obsess about measure way too much. In my personal opinion, I think we get way too bent up around the axle about measuring safety 
shit, especially safety clutter stuff. Like we like measuring safety work without really trying to look into normal work so we can better understand the safety of work. We get too obsessed with measuring stuff in general. Point point number one to probably take away from that rambly mess that I, that I just gave you. You can't tell I get amped up about this one. So we measure stuff or excuse me, we get way too pumped about measuring safety stuff and we lose sight of the fact that we need to be really focusing on the safety of work. We get so obsessed with safety data that we lose focus on safety reality. And just take the safety word out of that is probably the best thing to do. We get so focused on measuring that we lose focus with the reality that's within our organizations, right? Because the data is going to say everything's good and shit might be not great. The data is going to say shit's not great. We're about to kill somebody and everything might be amazing, right? So we get too focused on those kind of arbitrary indicators that aren't really indicators. They're just meaningless numbers more often than not. I've been talking about it in this fashion, and this is the other kind of key takeaway from this, is I'm not convinced that we need another yardstick. So when I'm saying this, I'm not so convinced that we need another measure. And especially one that's just like a bunch of the same old garbage measures that we like bedazzle and put like cool little rhinestones on and call it like Rev 27 and it's super cool. We paint, we like airbrush flames on it. I don't, I'm not so convinced that we need another measure. We don't need another yardstick. We need to be focusing on how we create a, a looking glass, a sight glass, right? How do we, how do we peer into the machine? That's what we're really hoping to accomplish. So I want to kind of peel this back. And I think we say measure, even within our community, we, we use those things interchangeably. And they're not the same thing. We're not talking about setting arbitrary, meaningless goals by just cherry picking some number out of the sky and saying that's what we're going to get next year. When we're talking to looking glass, we're not really talking, here's a goal, we must get it or else. We're talking about how do we seek to understand Right. And so that's going towards this degree side <laughs> that I was kind of alluding to a few minutes ago of it's this idea of the presence of positives. Right. Back to how we redefine safe or right? think safety differently. Safety is not the absence of events. Safety is the presence of positives. So let's let's flesh that out a little bit. Safety is the presence of positives. It's the presence of things that we know help contribute to work going on. Well, that doesn't mean always, that doesn't mean always and forever, but we know that when in the presence of these things, failure is maybe less likely. And even if failure is not less likely, we know that we're starting to build the presence of recoverability. So the ability to fail more gracefully. So we're talking, getting away from focusing so much on the output of our systems, and I will give it to you. Looking at the output, glancing at it for a quick QC is probably not a bad idea. But again, we're not making widgets. So you got to keep that in mind. Just using this as an example. It's not so simple as looking for a manufacturer defect and changing a die, right? We've got to go to the input side and look for the presence of those meaningful things, right? So I guess where I probably diverge with a lot of folks that think about input measuring, measuring, is again, down that passive path of, I don't really care to measure. I just want to look for the presence of, I want that sight glass into what's working well. Are those things present? The things that we know help to ensure that work goes well. How's all that going? 
I don't think you have to like reward and punish your way to ensuring that those things are there. Right. So when you start talking about like shit that kills you, sticky and life saving controls, that sounds like a really good presence of positives thing. Right. We, we want to make sure that those things are there when we're talking about pre event learning teams. That looks like a really good presence of positive things, even on the other side of shit going wrong. Are we doing really a, a really good job of seeking to learn about the normal work that surrounded that? So instead of just going down the path of like, you know, apparent cause and root cause kind of stuff, are we sitting down with people that experience failure and seeking to understand? That seems like a really, really powerful presence of positives thing. I think those things are vitally important. How are we listening? Are, are we listening? Are we listening for pain points? Are we responding and working our way through stuff and making things better on a regular basis? Those are all those presence of positive things that we should be tuning into. We, that, letting go of this output bias of just like, well, one or zero, good or bad. That's not life. When has life ever worked like that in anything? Safety is no different. Again, I'm not saying you have to ignore your output data. I'm just saying that your your time, it's it, your time is valuable. Right? And the best place you can be investing your time is looking at shit that actually matters and not pulling out a gold and diamond encrusted yardstick, but thinking about it more as a sight glass. I'm trying to peer into reality to better understand the reality behind all of that stuff in our work worlds without me peering into it, uh, causing a distortion that results in it being unusable to me as data without me sticking and carrying it to the point to where it's unusable to me as data. And when I'm saying data, of course, operational intelligence, information, raw and real information that allows me to make better decisions organizationally as a leader. The key points here, again, Measuring the absence of shit is not all that important. In fact, it can be quite detrimental. You will never measure your way into safety success. You will never measure the absence of something into success in general. <laughs> it's just never going to work. You will never stick and carrot reward and punish your way into operational excellence. Side point, I guess, or main point. This is probably the main point. We don't need more jewel encrusted yardsticks. We need to be focused on building sight glasses into our organizations, just like sight glasses on a machine. I can peer in, I can see kind of what's going on in there. That's what we need. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd. What do you think about it? Send me an email, thehopnerd at gmail.com. That's all I've got. Don't forget, safety worlds collide. May. And check out 10 Ideas to Make Safety Suck Less. And if you need a little bit of hop help, head over to thehopnerd.com or send me an email, thehopnerd at gmail.com. Until next time, it is Sam Goodman, The Hop Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.